Welcome to Saturday Night Convos. My name is Ashley. And I'm Reagan. And we like to discuss things happening in the world and in our own lives. And we don't leave anything out. Hi guys, welcome to Saturday Night Convos. We are very excited this week because we made it to 10 episodes, Ashley. Woo! Yay! Hey guys, I'm Ashley and my co-host is... Reagan. Yeah, episode 10. This is fantastic. We're really excited. Um, yeah. It's crazy. And it is crazy. How did we get to 10 episodes? Well, it just, I mean, we did it. Logically, right? it just got there. I guess, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we are really excited. We have some fun things in store uh, for our coming episodes. So watch our Twitter and Instagram pages. Yes. We figure all of that fun stuff out. Uh, we will let you guys know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're excited for today's episode. Yes. Yes, we are. How was your week? <laughs> um, it was really busy. So my son started homeschooling this week, uh, which I'm really glad he was doing because our cases are going up. um which you know what it's not that bad like it it's like the ideal amount of work yeah he would almost have like more practice pages like the the whole like pant like package was just like it was just um there's nothing special for him like it's just all of the kids in sk got it Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. um yeah uh but yeah there was that we just had some fun adventures i we went to the pumpkin patch for the first time this year like Mm -hmm. we've gone previous years but uh that was fun and i got a job you got a job yes an on-call job so it'll be like maybe one shift a month but oh sweet something to put on my resume well that's very exciting i know (laughs) i'm excited uh so yeah it was it was a just busy like it was just there was always something happening yeah Um, yeah but yeah and then I have some fun stuff to talk about that I I was doing some reading when I should have been like working on you know how like I'm definitely uh you know when I should be doing something else like working Mm -hmm. on an essay that's due next week procrastination procrastination I know it well so I was like reading and like watching documentary yeah so good times i'll talk about that later so how was your week uh it was my you know what i felt busy too i i went back to reality for the first time this week i went back to school i went back to work i went to back i went back to having a routine and i know and it just like the week just flew by and i mean i only worked one day this week but still it was like i don't know it was just it felt like i was back in the rat race with like Mm -hmm. things that i had to get done right yeah so i mean i'm not complaining it's a blessing right after six months of being you know nothing but twiddling your thumbs it, it's a blessing to be able to go to work and you know live mm-hmm. life but it definitely like after six months like you gotta right it's it's like oh all right let's get going again so you're like oh my god we have to get up early oh my god i actually have to gotta, be somewhere at a specific gotta, time gotta program that <laughs> No. But yeah, it it was a busy week, but it was a productive week. So awesome. Yeah. So so I um trauma is one of my like in- areas of interest. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's an interest of mine as well. Yes. So pretty sure everybody knows of Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So she just did a documentary. Mm-hmm. called i am paris so i really have not paid any attention to her like know nothing about her mm-hmm. um so i saw like a like a clip of this and it was interesting because like it was basically like nobody really knows who i am mm-hmm. like the like 
that's hot like like her saying is like just a facade like everything about her is a facade mm-hmm. um so i watched this documentary that she did and it's basically um that she went through some pretty horrific like um she was she was a teen who um was kind of a little bit out of control mm-hmm. and uh, so her parents kept on sending her to emotional regulation schools, oh. and one of them uh, was in Provo, Utah. Uh huh. And it—I forget what it's called. It's like it's some again. It's, it's still running. Uh huh. Um, but she was like put in solitary confinement she was beat like oh. the the things that happened to the to her like she still has nightmares about wow it's a really good documentary mm-hmm. like and it talks about ptsd and complex post-traumatic stress disorder mm-hmm. um and she got together with multiple other um survivors from the school and talked about it so oh. that was really interesting that sounds really interesting it was it was really really interesting it's free on her youtube channel so if you just like type in on youtube like i am paris yeah um it's like an hour and a half it's a really easy watch um wow i guess obviously it can be triggering but uh i it really you know when when she was filming it she's like i feel freed like i Mm -hmm. feel like i'm now back to the person that i was when mm-hmm. I was a teenager, like I can be, I've discovered myself again. So it was really interesting. Wow. But, yeah. Huh. You would never think that about, right? You wouldn't, right? About you... people like her celebrities, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that's why I was like, I have no idea who she is, but she has like 18, like, um brands like mm-hmm. and she's like a dj and i was like i had no idea about it yeah again i'm stereotyping should yeah. i be stereotyping no and mm-hmm. that's why i thought it was really interesting so that's one of the things that i did instead of working on my essay <laughs> <laughs> i'll have to give it a watch because yeah, i've seen it new... i've seen it on you like you as an option yeah coming up really, on my page. really interesting what have you been up to other than working Oh, <laughs> well, I'm making up for last week because last week nothing really happened in the world. So oh. let's first talk. Okay, so this has been happening in the city this week. Okay. Uh, like across Ontario, across Canada, the counts for COVID are starting to go up. Oh, yes. Yes, and <laughs> they're, they're saying that it's the beginning of a second wave, which personally... I thought it would not come until like the end of October, beginning beginning of November. I mean, you can call me naive if you want, but I figured it would come with like flu system, right? I, you know what? I didn't even. I just thought it was coming. I didn't yeah. really think of yeah. when. Yeah. Anyways, so in London, southwestern Ontario there is a university it's called western university it is known as the party school kids literally come here just to have foco and foco they canceled hoco uh probably five years ago so the students had an uprising and they had no 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 but what's home what's hoco it's homecoming homecoming so foco is fake homecoming (laughs) so they started that about five years ago and they have like these massive parties on roughdale ave and there's just hordes and hordes of people and it's honestly ridiculous kids jumping off of roofs and <sighs> anyways the point is is that the students are back and oh boy are the students oh back. boy are they ever back and i don't honestly i don't understand why because 90 percent of classes are on- online there's no, no reason for them there, to be, be here. like i know i know um one person who went Mm-hmm. actually i think she's a fan shop whatever but like clinical like if you're a nursing student like that kind of well stuff, yeah you have yeah to be there yeah but no. like but like the sociology students your classes move, are online they move four thousand students into the residence 
4,000 first year students who are wasting like 20 grand to sit in their dorm and study. And, and a dorm, by the way, like the size of a shoebox. So and I'm pretty sure they're not studying. Uh, well, this week proves it. I mean, so all summer, London has had, there were probably less than a handful of cases a week. And some of those weeks, there were only two or three. Yeah. Because of the students, in the past five days, they've, they've incurred upwards of 50 cases. 50 cases. Yeah. Because they're out fucking partying, sharing their e-cigarettes, drinking each other's drinks, and I'm like, you fucking idiots. Right? I know, but the problem is, is they're putting a bad name to millennials. We are both millennials, and like... These university well, students aren't even considered millennials now. They're like oh, they're 18. Gen X. No, they're Gen Xs. That there you go. They yeah. have a lack damn, of lack of brain power. I know, right? Oh my god. But like um, and hey, you know who we can blame for this? Justin Trudeau. He legalized marijuana. <laughs> Everything yeah. can come back to him. Oh, okay. I'll let you think that. I will get into the the topic. But the point is is that there are 50 cases. There are lineups. There there are like eight-hour waits at the friggin' like drive-through testing centers. And people are starting to become insular again here. People are starting to, like, avoid each other again. They're putting their heads down, and they're just keeping walking, and it's... No, but if people wear their masks, they're fine. I know, I know, but I'm like, this is so sad. Don't sit church. It's all because of the students. Mm -hmm. Like, go back to your friggin' parents' basement and study and stop wasting their money. Seriously. Go home! You're not wanted here. We'll see you in 2021. Maybe 2022. Oh my god. Um, you can was... tell I have very strong feelings on this. No, I can tell. I, that was like the best moment. Go back to your parents' basement. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I agree. Like, I, I don't think Windsor moved that many people in. Mm. Um. I, I don't I don't want to quote a number, but I don't feel like it was that high. Mm-hmm. They also don't have that many residence buildings. Right. Um, because I lived in two of them. So <laughs> um and also worked in them. Um yeah, I think it's ridiculous. I don't understand why four thousand first years need to move in during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. yeah. I really, I really don't know what to say. Like, I, I, you know what? I just wish, like, so Western has three different affiliates, and one of the affiliates here on, they've completely shut down. Like, okay. Completely they, shut down. They're like they, an essential learning model, or they're not doing any classes. They're doing online. Nobody moved into residence. The campus is completely shut down. Okay. Right. Yeah, And they did that because they didn't agree with Western's move to bring students back. Which I, I agree with. I agree with that too. And then you look at Fanshawe. And Fanshawe is taking the socially responsible model of, you know, yes, they have some people that have to be there because it's hands-on, clinical, right? Yeah. Um, you know, skills that they're learning. But with their residences, they moved, I think it was like, two people in every hour over a three-week span wow so like that's responsible that is and they have like they maybe have two people to a suite yeah most of them there's only one person and i don't i just i don't i don't understand i don't understand why and I mean, in the end, it all comes down to dollars and cents because Western lost all their international students. Yeah. But, like, see, why? why? 
Windsor, Windsor has a lot of international students too. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if those students came back because obviously we had students come into residence. Yeah. Um, but all classes, all most classes are aligned. Mm -hmm. um, they've announced that winter classes are going to be aligned too. Mm -hmm. um, I got a $25 rebate. Sweet. $25.75. Booyah. Nice. Um, <laughs> and, but other than that, the campus is shut down. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, and yeah. I was actually, I was there on Monday to pick up a textbook. Mm -hmm. and like everybody was wearing masks like it was like I had no concern being there mm -hmm. yeah yeah but I don't know I don't agree with it yeah I don't know if you know what if you are listening and you are a person in university or you live in a university town or you have a really strong opinion on this let us know yeah because we would love to know where you stand on this because Please. I just I don't I don't know why 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 i just i lived in residence like i lived in again i don't know what westerns look like but mm -hmm. i lived in one where i it was a share shared dorm room like mm -hmm. it was you know like i was literally two and a half feet from my roommate mm -hmm. um slept two and a half feet from her like shared bathrooms um literally boys showered in our girls bathroom like it was what? oh yeah we had quite an interesting first year wow um, yeah and then do you still keep in contact with your roommate from yeah, yeah? Oh, cool. um and then my second year i lived in like like a townhouse like on mm -hmm. campus and we were still like you share a kitchen i shared a bathroom like mm -hmm. i don't feel like that's you know you're Mm -hmm. somebody comes down with covid everybody you know so that's how i feel but again yeah. That's my opinion. Everybody's entitled to their own. Yep. Yep. Anyways, yeah. it'll be interesting because FOCO is supposed to be next weekend. And uh, the government has changed the rules on gatherings, right? So, so I feel like FOCO is going to be over 25 people. I'm, you know what? I think if the students smarten up, there won't be a FOCO this year. And I, I really hope that case well campus police would probably well actually it's off campus no so. it would be the london police london police would be on it oh yeah so. oh yeah anyways so by law that's fun yeah isn't it isn't it yeah yeah so today my son came down with the cold for the first time since march oh no uh, which is always a blast because i think i've said on here before that he has a heart and lung condition so anytime he's sick it's like it's not it's not that we're like overly concerned but it's always just like you know it, it's a bigger deal than what most kids do exactly with. yeah so he's not that he's like super sick it's just like a runny nose but yeah. i'm just like so thankful he's not in school because <laughs> he would then be out for two weeks yep he would be so I'm no like, no 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 he would be out and then if you got him tested you would have to wait until the runny nose disappeared yeah but his runny nose they take a little bit to disappear okay well then he'd be out for two weeks <laughs> But yeah, I was just like, I had like this moment today where I was like, oh my God, it would be so stressful. Like I was going to actually count how many times he was out last year for the mm. podcast, but I didn't. But it was <laughs> at least, he had at least, I think, 12 to 14 days where he was out sick. Wow. Or days where I didn't send him. Mm -hmm. So. Wow. Yeah. I was like see if it were if it were me and my mom she always sent me to school it was like you have a cold go to school you have a fever go to school you can't talk because you have laryngitis oh you're fine just go to school <laughs> both your parents worked though right both like... of my parents worked but like my mom <laughs> she unless you were like laying in bed like on your back sick you weren't sick 
You just were under the weather. Yeah. I didn't go to the doc. Okay, so as a kid, I think I went to the doctor when I was six, and I didn't go again until I was probably 12 or 13. And that was for an infected toenail. And you're like still here, so obviously I'm still here. Obviously, the method worked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you're such a good mom for letting him stay. <laughs> I'm sure the teachers appreciated it uh, too. <laughs> they were pretty good. Like, yeah, I was just like, I'm not gonna send him and have yeah. him get sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. good times. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um. So, um, I heard something this week that I actually texted you about because I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Apparently, so I think we talked last week about the fact that Oregon and I think Washington and California yeah. have, had been, have been under, uh, have massive wildfires going. Um, but apparently, according to Trump, um, it's not because of climate change that these wildfires are happening. It's because of they just magically, trees magically <laughs> combust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> you were just left speechless. Like I you was, currently I was are. Like, I was like literally left speechless. I was like, yeah. I do not have a science degree. I'm yeah. going to be very honest. I have no science. Like, I, I took, like, high school science and biology and chemistry. That's it. <laughs> um, however. <laughs> climate change is real. <laughs> climate change is real. So, Mr. Trump, you're not listening. I know that. Um, <laughs> I know. One of his ideas was just to, like, cut down the trees. Like, just... <laughs> Just cut them down. We don't they cut need them, them down, then they can't burn, right? We don't need oxygen. Yeah. We don't need shade. Yeah. Don't uh, need temperature regulation. <laughs> oh my goodness. <sighs> just just wait until the water in the down by his resort rises and you know, takes up Miami and starts to take up his resort. And then it's personally going to affect him, so then it's an exactly. issue. Yes. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness crazy. golly. Crazy. Goodness golly, yep. All right. So, this week, the ACMs were on. And okay. I'm not... So, if you don't know, the ACMs are the Academy of Country Music Awards. Mm-hmm. They usually happen in Las Vegas, but because of COVID this year, they got canceled. And so they were in Nashville, and it was all virtual. They had three different venues, so they were at the Ryman, the Grand Old Opry, and the Bluebird. And with, like, all of these virtual award shows, you don't really know how they're going to turn out. Mm-hmm. So i watched i watched the whole thing usually i don't watch the whole thing usually i like just mute it and just watch the categories that i want to watch while i'm doing mm-hmm. something but this year i actually watched it because i was kind of interested to see how it would turn out and overall like the production was actually pretty good like it wasn't a bad award show mm-hmm. um but the thing that i found really surprising but in like a positive way was their ability to bring up relevant issues because country music is one of those genres that doesn't really touch the current events button they usually yeah that's true they fly under the radar um Mm -hmm. unlike like the grammys or the mtv awards or those like other the like the pop music awards where they they just say it outright Mm -hmm. um like pardon like WAP, Cardi B's WAP, definitely a current. Yes. Okay. I don't know what that is, but okay. <laughs> oh, don't watch it. Okay, I won't. It's it will. Okay. It's it's it's. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. What that is. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway, so these things very much fly under the radar, and I mean, you can you can if you really want to know more about it, you can watch Taylor Swift's 
um, documentary on Netflix because she talks about it. She mm-hmm. talks about how, like, when she first came into music, she was told, like, don't have an opinion. Don't share your thoughts on this, right? Mm-hmm. Now, she's very opinionated, and she, like, not in a bad way, in, like, a get-out-and-vote kind of way. But, um, anyways, the point is, is that they actually raise these issues. And in the beginning, they, like, they paid homage to, like, COVID. They paid homage to the wildfires. And they even mentioned the racial injustice, which I was really surprised about. Because, again, these things fly under the radar in no, these but I, I also events. think that's really important because look at yeah. the, the racial indifference or the racial difference of um, country music stars. Oh, absolutely. You don't have that many male country music stars. You have... Um, you mean black. Black country. Yeah. Black. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And you know what? I have a list. I mean, I took some notes while I was watching. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, anyways, as like you're talking about um, a lack of diversity. So they I had. Am. I'm sorry if I'm making any, like, I'm drinking Bailey's. So. It's okay. I'm drinking Don't Poke the Bear. Ooh, that's yummy. It is delicious. And on the back, it says, I am truly a Canadian bear. I am polite. Until poked, sorry, I don't check from behind. I put friends first, put bullies in their place, and put the... I don't even know what that word is. I can't read. I'm enjoying my drink. Anyways, it's really funny. I got a good laugh out of it. I'll take a picture of it. Anyways, so you were talking about the lack of diversity. So they had Kane Brown on, and Kane Brown... Uh, he came up with a song. It's called like "Beautiful World" or "Beautiful Different" or something like that. And yeah, and it's just it's that um, he's just speaking about like the difference in like white communities, black communities, but we're all the same. Exactly. And so I thought like have like um, just like broadcasting that message was very powerful. Mm-hmm. But the other powerful thing that I thought was so Eric Church has a song, and I looked it up. It's called Stick That In Your Country Song. And I honestly, until I watched his video awards, I never really listened to the song in its entirety. Mm-hmm. I've only heard about it because my dad will literally walk around the house and say, stick that in your country song. <laughs> and I'm like, this is the most annoying thing ever. Why don't you stick that <laughs> in your fucking country song? <laughs> but I looked up his lyrics and it talks about, you know, um, Take me up to Detroit City, jails are full and factories empty. Drop me off in Baltimore, where every other window's got a plywood board. And he's talking about these real world things. And he's, mm-hmm. and, you know, he's saying, like, these things are happening. You can't, you know, put this in a song and, like, sing, sing about how everything is great all the time because things aren't great. Yeah. Right? And I just thought that was such a powerful you message. You can't, like you know put out a song just because it's going to be hit when Mm -hmm. you know you have the platform yeah to sing about real world yeah issues yeah 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 so anyways i thought the acms were pretty good and i was pleasantly surprised that you know people were wearing masks and paying attention to like the current issues and i think i think i think people are starting to wake up and i think you know, the last four years, like, there are country people and, like, music people and entertainment people who have been apolitical in the past who yeah. are really starting to get involved and, like, speak their mind and use their platform. So, yeah. No, it's, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I was just, I think it's really important and yeah. you know, if, the people who are in a position to speak up aren't speaking up, then. Yeah. 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 No, I was just, I was pleasantly surprised and I hope that it continues. I hope that it continues. I, I, you know what? I actually enjoy when award shows talk about current issues Mm -hmm. because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's something that we're all thinking about. So And I also like when award shows, even like I watched a speech from the BAFTAs, so the British Royal 
Academy Awards. Um, And they brought up diversity. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Like, I think think it's something that's becoming a very current issue and a a topic that is being discussed because it's It's everywhere, right? It's It's in every person's life. Yeah. 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 So, for sure. For sure. Welcome to 2024. Welcome to 2020. Yeah. Don't worry, we're in September. We're almost through it. <laughs> Lord willing, 2021 will be even better. <laughs> oh, golly, I hope so. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm glad to hear that they were good. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? I didn't even see that they were on. I didn't know that they were on until like the night before. But I was like, oh, I'll watch it. What the hell? What else do I have to do? But yeah, no, I was, I was pleasantly surprised when Keith brought all those issues up and Mara Morris screamed vote when she accepted her award so although people are kind of pissed that there were two winners for entertainment of the year yep Carrie won it but uh, Carrie's fans think she shouldn't have to you know co-sponsor the award or co-own or whatever the term may be Okay, so she won it, but so there was a tie. So oh, it was okay. Tom, Thomas Rhett had won and Carrie Underwood had won, but Carrie Underwood's fans weren't happy that she had to share it with a male. They thought she should just have it, right? That she's they think that because she's a woman, there had to be a man involved. I it was on Twitter. I, I don't I no no no. <laughs> so my opinion of it, I love Thomas Wright. Like I think mm-hmm. he's awesome. Oh, I love Thomas Wright. I think Carrie Underwood's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think we need to stop put bringing gender into everything. Like yeah. I am a hundred percent a feminist. Like I you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. nobody's putting a wedding ring on me because I don't want to be branded. Like that's how much like I like I'm all for personal power. Yeah. But you know, I, I think we need to stop yeah. putting like putting the stamp on everything. Putting the stamp on everything because yeah. Thomas Rhett has been, you know, mm-hmm. he's amazing as just as much as Carrie Underwood is. Yeah. So yeah. Just because she's a female and he's a male doesn't mean that he doesn't deserve it just as much as she does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. That's what they were talking about on Twitter though. So Oh, Twitter. I know. I know. I know. Anyways. But I will say another male artist or black artist who mm-hmm. um, I like is Jimmy Allen. He actually followed mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. on Twitter as well because I followed oh. him and I was like, I really like his songs. And then he followed me too. And I was like, he has a really great story. Yeah. No, he, he also performed. Mm, so it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good singer. Yes. But, um, very very interesting mm-hmm. yes do you have anything you want to talk about at the second oh i have a topic but oh okay we'll bring it up because i were ready to comment okay so okay. last night and this is this is hot hot off the press hot in the news rbg died yes yeah i saw that RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. If you don't know who Ruth Bader Ginsburg is, then you've been living under a fucking rock for the past however many years. You're really swearing today. Oh my god. Last night, last night, I was doing my stretches and I looked at the news on my phone and I saw the headline, Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. And my dad's like, what's the matter? I said, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. He's like, who's that? (laughs) Okay, so let's get into the person first because she was a really cool person. So Ruth Bader Ginsburg was the second woman appointed or nominated, nominated and confirmed, I guess it would be the correct terminology, to the Supreme Court of the United States. Uh, Sandra Day O'Connor was the first. And... I'm not sure if the third was, um, so, uh, 
I don't know. There's Soda Soda Mayor and Elena Kagan, so I'm not sure which one was the third. Anyways, the point is is that she was an amazing woman, and she brought she broke a lot of like glass ceilings and barriers for mm-hmm. women. Um, she was huge in like the um, um, like gender equality activism, civil rights activism. She was she married when she was 18 she had a child and then she decided to go to law school she was one of the first nine women to get into harvard law and i heard on the news last night that the first nine women into the harvard law program were taken to dinner by the like dean and they were asked why are you taking a job away from a man yeah Anyways, so then she went on to Columbia University, and she did all this while she had a child. When she went out to try and get jobs, she had the door shut in her face at every turn, mm-hmm. right? She was a woman. She was a mother, mm-hmm. but she was also Jewish. Uh, she was okay. the first Jewish woman to be nominated to the Supreme Court as well. Mm. And those three things limited her job opportunities or prospects yeah so she went into teaching the law and you know she she took on some huge cases and uh she blazed a trail for like oh i'm going to say like all women and if you don't know who she is then you should look into her because she is very cool she sounds amazing she was amazing and and the thing is, she was just this, like, little five-foot frame of a person. Mm-hmm. But she had a, she was, like, a lion. They described her in the article I saw last night as a lioness of the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. She was just a giant. She had a brilliant mind, and she fought for what she believed in, mm-hmm. right? Anyways, um, I found a quote that was, fitting actually this goes to your i'm a feminist (laughs) thing that you had just said she says my mother told me to be a lady for her that meant be your own person be independent so i think we can all be our own ladies which i 100 Mm percent anyways so i was swearing my head off last night because her loss as sad as it is and it's horrible has such huge implications for the Supreme Court and for the landscape of that country, mm-hmm. um, depending on who fills her seat. Um, when Antonin Scalia died in 2016, Obama was still in power and he had nominated Merrick Garland. And this was in February. The election was in November. There were still 11 months in the year. Mm-hmm. But Mitch McConnell, who is the senator from, from Kentucky and the leader of the Senate Republicans, blocked his nomination for 11 months, claiming that the people had to vote to have their voices heard. Now, fast forward four years, and Ruth RBG has died. And now you've got... Mitch McConnell saying we are going to vote to fill the seat now. Oh, okay. The election is November the 2nd. So there's 32 days until the election. There's what, three months left in the calendar year. And so it's just, it's, it's just, it's so backwards. And I think that if they are actually successful in filling her seat with a conservative judge it would be a 6-3 difference things like um obamacare um pre-existing health condition coverage Mm -hmm. abortion rights for women all of that would be all of that would be erased and the country would take probably in my estimation a 20 to 30 year step back in time because of it Mm -hmm. and the thing is these are all 
political like maneuvers and stuff and i i just it's it's not in the best interest of people like it's not people who are working class or middle class yeah who you know we can we can agree to disagree on abortion rights or yeah you know um yeah yeah or obamacare but yeah just i don't know and as like if we look at it from the canadian lens the u.s has always been kind of 20 like let's say say 10 years behind the curve of Mm -hmm. of where we are i mean we have legalized marijuana now (laughs) i'm not sure why but we do anyways um but if they were to take that step back even further and lose all of those 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 rights that people have come to depend on right i mean i just i i I don't know what to think and i really hope i really hope that somehow it's able to be blocked and the nomination doesn't get passed but if this happens it'll be a game changer big time big time so yeah that's crazy. And actually, you brought, you said a, we brought up abortion for a minute. So, I watched a documentary on abortion on Netflix, and interestingly enough, it didn't become a real political issue or right wing versus left wing issue until probably I want to say like the. 50s the 50s or the 60s okay really got into um the political landscape of you know what makes you a republican or what makes you a democrat and originally like back in the early days the catholic church actually supported abortion Hmm. and it wasn't until the evangelical wing of the republican party came out and something else had happened i don't remember what had happened but mm-hmm. it was that that fraction of the party that said this is bad yeah you're murdering you know children, whatever it just, they seem to take it to the extreme exactly yeah so it but i found it really interesting that until that point it hadn't ever been a political issue it was a it was a health personal. issue, a yeah. personal issue, right? And I just think, like, you know, my my thoughts on abortion don't mean anything in this context. It's but the the fact that there could be a six three split and six men. Trump says he's going to appoint a woman, but if this turns out to be a man, six white men. Sorry, Clarence Thomas isn't white, but he's, he's still a man. But six men decide what a woman can and cannot do with her body. Mm-hmm. How does that fit in a round or in a square peg? Right? Like, it's mm-hmm. just everything's so backwards in 2020. And I'm just. Uh, well, everything's so political. And to yeah. me, I don't, I don't, right. I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't yeah. agree that what. I, I just I think they I I think they have an ass backwards. Like, oh, they, I do. Just, they do. They do. Especially the fact that they're politicizing yeah. abortion. Yeah. And yeah. making the fact that I think when they politicized it, that's when like the rallies and all of that, like when when women walk into an abortion clinic, there's rallies. Yeah. And even like I I just I. I don't feel like any person who goes for an abortion makes that decision easily. No. no. And so. Yeah. Anyways. So RBG died this week. I wasn't very happy about it. (laughs) But you know what? She's not in pain anymore. She's with her husband. And actually, I was watching CNN tonight. Really? I was. (laughs) And uh, so RPG was Jewish. Rosh Hashanah uh, started yesterday, actually. And somebody on CNN who was also Jewish said that 
if somebody dies on the eve of Rosh Hashanah, they're actually considered a saint. Mm. So, I mean, I thought that was kind of poetic, but that is yeah, very poetic. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Anyways, so that's what I got tonight. <laughs> what else you got? Um. So again, I was trying to procrastinate this week. Yeah. Um, and so I've been meaning to read Leah Messer's book from Teen Mom. So oh, you read it? I did. Ooh. Um, I actually read it in, I downloaded it last night and I read it in a, I don't know, like four hours. Really? Four or five hours. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm rereading it because I think I read it so fast. Yeah. Um, but it was really good. Huh. Um, I, um, it is, so I've been to West Virginia where she lives. I still say I saw Corey. <laughs> I said, oh my God, that's Corey. Um, and I did fangirl just a little bit. Like I didn't go over and be like, Hey Corey, uh, I didn't do that because that would be weird. And I don't like confronting people. Um, but I was right near Charleston. So, um, but you know, I've seen, like, the small cool towns, like, I, like, she moved around, like, basically, like, every, like, three times a year. Oh, wow. Like, literally, really? like, dad was gone when she was five. Wow. Um, she, like, he was, mm-hmm. um, a drug addict, and she saw him, like, every five years, mm-hmm. and, yeah, she moved every couple months. Wow. Wow. She did not really have a permanent address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a really interesting read. Huh. So, if you are a fan of Teen Mom or if you've watched it in the past, I suggest it. Like, I just downloaded it on my phone and read it from there. Mm -hmm. Um, She did talk about uh, the fact that, like, after her daughter was born, her youngest daughter, she had her, um, what's that called, when in her back. her spinal tap was messed up. They oh, didn't get it right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, she did get addicted to drugs, or huh. to, um, she did get addicted to um, um, painkillers, prescription, prescription painkillers. Um, however, she didn't go back to her doctor, and her dad was supplying her medication. Oh my goodness. Um. And then her mom and her stepdad tried to detox her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, just stuff like that. And then she did choose to go to rehab. Yeah. Or yeah. choose to go to mm-hmm. to Arizona where she um, went for help. Um, so it was a really interesting read. But, like, if you think about it, like, she's... Our age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, pretty crazy. That is very interesting. Now, did the stuff that you read, because last week we talked about Teen Mom a bit and kind of like the drama. Mm-hmm. Now they like to like um, create drama on the TV and, you know, not, you know, really talk about the real stuff or the real storylines all the time. Did the stuff in her book kind of line up with what you had seen on the TV show? Yes. So yeah. she did say that, like, on Teen Mom, so on Teen Mom 2, she said that, like, like okay, she had this boyfriend, Robbie. Mm-hmm. And so she's back and forth with Robbie a lot. And then they eventually broke up and then she started dating Corey. So then she got pregnant with Corey, uh, by Corey. And so they were together and then they eventually were, you know, were got married uh, like after they had the twins and then I think after she and Corey got married she or before she and Corey got married she ended up sleeping with Robbie again hmm. uh, but after she got married to Corey she told him and they worked it out like they mm-hmm. were together for six months after mm-hmm. and they like worked it out between themselves however then like MTV stepped like 
somehow MTV ended up texting her or something and basically saying that Corey's filing for divorce. Like there was something in there where like huh. there was an argument between the two of them and then Corey was just like, I'm done and didn't wow. tell her. Wow. So, like, she she did say things like that where like they like if they hadn't have interfered like would things would things have been different Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah interesting so Mm -hmm. it it was interesting but she was also just like i needed the income and she was like yeah yeah i needed to like she came from a very small rural town and like her family was just like her mom married somebody who was 25 when she was 16 like oh my goodness they were just like well this is just what happens like mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah i don't know wow it was it was a really interesting read. yeah 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 huh i'm i'll have to check it out she should be very proud of herself for where she's at yeah 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 but yeah that is what i did this week and now i have to read an essay <laughs> <laughs> I started working on it today and I was like okay I need to take a break and like because I I like ruminate like I start and I like ruminate on how I'm like going to read it and so now I'm ruminating (laughs) we call that procrastinating but that's okay I do the same okay I call it ruminating (laughs) sounds better have some more Baileys and then write it yeah There you go. Here's 40% of my mark. Yeah. The spelling mistakes. Well, that's well, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Mm, my goodness. So, funny story. Um, so, I have this rule because my son is, he goes to bed at 8. And then, so he, like, likes to get up, like, like early. So, like, 6, 37. Ish, early-ish. Um, so, the one day he woke up and it was like wasn't even six like it was like early and i was like what's the tv doing on liam and he goes he's like i didn't turn it on (laughs) and i'm like so how did it get turned on and then also go to netflix (laughs) and he's like i have no idea (laughs) and i'm like okay so i was like i'll go with it for a second and then i was like you know i'll get i'll give you an opportunity to tell me the truth Mm -hmm. and then he was just like no i have no idea so then i called his father and he still was like i have no idea it was magic (laughs) so yes my child is Oh my goodness. Starting to lie. Well, you know what? I read this week for my sleep class. I'm doing, I'm taking a child development class. And okay. it, it pointed to the study. This guy had studied um, the way that children lie between ages three and five years old. And mm-hmm. he found that children who are five years old are much, um, I can't remember the exact word. But they were much more clever at lying than a three-year-old. <laughs> and you're just Wait, about at that point. <laughs> it wasn't even, like, clever. I was like, okay, well, how did the TV get on? Magic. <laughs> magic. Like, it wasn't magic. You turned the power on and then pressed the Netflix button and then pushed your name. That's so funny. Wasn't me. <laughs> was not me i have no idea oh my goodness okay buddy that's so funny yeah that's my kid <laughs> best of luck with him as he ages oh, he'll gosh. give you gray hairs oh my god he's oh. so fun so what are you doing this week um what is this week um i don't think so we're just working on like homeschooling so that's kind of taking up a little bit of my time and i obviously have to write said essay Mm -hmm. and i was hoping to go to like like the apple orchard or do something like that with him Mm -hmm. um but i don't know since he's sick so (laughs) 
Probably, uh, we'll see how that goes. But other than that, nothing much. Cool. You? I'm working all of next week, so... And I have to try and fit school in there somewhere, too. So, otherwise, not too much. Again, exciting, though. <laughs> Actually, okay, so I went to the woods on Thursday. Okay. And I realized this week that I still need to, like, have balance in my life. I can't go, it's not healthy to go one extreme or the other. And I'm always, I, I try to balance things, but I'm not always very good at it. Yeah. So I went to the woods this week on Thursday. Um, and I was standing on this cliff and I was taking some pictures of the view and I heard this like kerplunk in the stream below. And I looked okay. down and there's a fawn crossing <gasps> the stream. And then came Mama. Okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the first fawn was crossing, and then Mama came. And then a second fawn was crossing. And I was like, oh, my God. This makes it so worth it <laughs> to go oh to the woods. Goodness. Yeah. No, it was really cool. And I got some pictures. They weren't, like, super close pictures, but I got some. So, yeah. So that was this week. I was super, super excited. You do need a balance, though. It, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's important. It's important for, you know, your health and your mental well-being and everything. And I find that when I get off to one extreme or the other, things just, they're, they're crazy and they're busy and I just, I need to center myself. So I went to the woods this week. No, I think it's it's important, right? Like, yeah. I'm still, I don't know for how long, but I'm still going to the gym just because, like, I need mm-hmm. that, like, at least, like, hour that is just mine. Yeah, yeah. How have your adventures to the gym been? I, you-, you know what? Uh, sorry for interrupting. No, no. It's um, it's been fine. Like it actually hasn't been busy because the gym that I go to has like a women's only section. So I, like, I just work out in the women's only section. Yeah. Um. And it's really not that busy. Hmm. Like you do have to wear a mask, mm-hmm. like when you're like between equipment. But other than that, it's not that bad. And you yeah. uh, like you wipe down before you use the equipment and after. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I don't find it. Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, do you have any last thoughts? Um, I don't. Um, thank you guys for listening. This is episode 10. This is really exciting for us because I think when we started episode one, Ashley, we kind of like had an idea of what we wanted to do, but I don't think either of us thought that we would like get to episode 10 right Mm -hmm. because i mean so often you start like creative new ventures or whatever and they just kind of fizzle out right exactly people either get bored or you know um life just takes over and i think you know we got to episode 10 and you know we we've purposed to you know have this time together and chat and um bring new you know stories and ideas and topics to the forefront so hopefully if you are listening to this you have enjoyed yourself is it if this is your first time listening we encourage you to go back to episode one and listen through um you can get to know us a little bit better before our next batch of content comes out um yeah we'll take a break next week but be sure to come back. Um, do you have any parting words or final thoughts, Ash? I uh, just we thank you for spending the you know the last hour or so with us. Um, and yeah, uh, this has been really exciting for us. So uh, we're really excited to bring you guys more content. And uh, again, just check out our uh, Instagram, which is um, at. <laughs> do you know what it is you at, don't know what it is uh at saturday 
convos? <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. sorry oh, sorry. no. Okay. So you can find us on Instagram at Saturday Night Convos, Ashley. Saturday oh, Night so Convos. Close. You can also find us on Twitter at Convos Night, and we will, we promise we will get better with updating that. Um, you can listen to us. If you did not find us on your favorite streaming platform, you can find us on your favorite streaming platform. Spotify, Apple, TuneIn Radio, all, all of them. All of the links are in the link tree on Instagram. If you go there, it's really easy to navigate. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And we will, hear, we will see, see you. We'll be with you. <laughs> in two weeks time so if you're looking for us next week make sure you go back and listen to some previous episodes and catch up all right all right take care guys see you later bye bye